Welcome to this edition of Brooks, Bible, Beer, and Queer. The podcast was such a general title that I can speak with anyone about almost anything. I am your host, Joyce Hagen McIntosh, and for the record, I like books, I like the Bible, I like beer, and I am queer. I'm here with author Kenneth McIntosh. I've been listening to this guy for 52 years. That happens to be how old I am. He happens to be my brother. So I don't always get excited when he has something to say, but his new book, Hope in an Age of Fear, Wisdom from the Book of Revelation, is pretty interesting. So I've invited him here today to talk with us a little bit about it. So, first off, though, Kenneth, please tell us a little bit about yourself as an author. Well, Joyce, you know, for for the past three decades, I've had sort of a triple identity. I've been a minister and an educator and a writer. I've been a minister in five different Christian denominations, and so I've had that uh, diversity of spiritual experience that I think has broadened me and helped me to connect a lot of things. I've been an educator all the way up from junior high in the inner city to teaching uh, comparative religion for a decade in college setting. And as an author, I've written more than 50 published titles, mostly educational books, and more recently, a half dozen spiritual books and a novel. I've been really blessed to be able to travel and to meet and speak with many different people in a broad variety of cultural and spiritual settings. And I think all of that has given me the ability to make a lot of connections, to understand how uh, the big picture of humanity, the big picture of our human need, and the big picture of what is spiritual reality, how all those things tie together. Excellent. That is quite a career and quite a variety. Um, Based on that, what is this title, Hope in the Age of Fear? What is this book about? Well, the subtitle says it all. It is wisdom from the book of Revelation. So the early chapters give some background about uh, just the human condition, about the world of the first century, and about what the book of Revelation is. It's a book of Revelation. There's no S at the end. Um, Revelation, actually, it's the Greek word apocalypse. Apocalypse means to unveil, uh, unveil, to reveal, to show. And what the apocalypse, the revelation, shows us is not that some awful time is going to come at the end of history or that the chosen people are going to be snatched away from the suffering of humanity for for any reason. What it reveals is how to have hope, how to find resilience. What is the wisdom that we need to live through really difficult times? Those are good questions right now because these are difficult times. So, you know, people do think about seven-headed serpents and apocalyptic predictions when they hear the word revelation. But right now, people are thinking about a lot of these things in a very practical way. We're, We're living through forest fires, pandemics, global warming. There's so much going on. 
uh, did you plan on releasing this book in a pandemic? (laughs) (laughs) Actually not. This was a very long simmering project. There's about eight years of research. And this is a book that I've kind of written snatches on and off uh, over the years. It was coming together. It actually was almost ready uh, to publish at the end of February and we just kind of had an inkling of what was happening, and we added a, I added a few sentences in collaboration with my editor, and uh, we put it out. But yes, the timing really is perfect. But you talk about an age of tremendous challenge, an age of existential multiple crises uh, that happens periodically in human history. We today have not lived through this before. So for us, it's unprecedented. But it's not unprecedented. These times come. One of those times for Christians and for Jews was the first century when the might of imperial Rome, the worldwide domination system, really tried to stamp them out. So it was an existential crisis. And it was an age of well-founded fear. And you look at the... uh, the contents of the book of Revelation itself. It shows us that the need humanity has for transcendent wisdom. It shows us the strength we find in human community. It shows us the readiness of divine aid for to, that God has our back. It talks about the universal Christ, not just Christ for some people, but for all people. It talks about the possibility of restorative justice in a world with many injustices. It talks about needing to be courageous, to to witness to truth, to stand against power. It talks about the passing nature of the domination system. And ultimately, it's a book about the triumph of inclusive love. So I can't imagine what would be more relevant for the time we're in right now. Wonderful. Thank you for telling us about that book. Um, I understand that you also had another book published this year. What What is that title, and can you tell us uh, briefly about that? It's titled The Soul of the Green Man. It might seem like an obscure topic, but the green man ties in so many fascinating and, I think, relevant things. The green man is the common name for foliated faces. Uh, a human face, usually, and I talk about this and why this is in the book, usually a male face with leafy appendages growing, like instead of hair, there are leaves growing, and there are leaves growing out of the mouths and out of the ears and and so on. And these are most often found in medieval art, but also they are found in uh, Beltane dances that that happen around May Day and uh, rites that might go back even older than Christianity in in Europe. So for more than a decade, I've been on kind of a a personal quest whenever my wife Marcia and I have been in the British Isles or in Ireland. I've uh, looked for Green Man. We've found him in churches. We've found him in Tudor homes. We've uh, taken pictures wherever we have found him. We've also found him in some uh, rituals of May Day and in very ancient dances and recorded that as well. And so this book is a combination travelogue, um, art appreciation, uh, study of folklore, and above all else, spirituality, which is timeless 
And it all comes together. And what I love about this book is the graphic design because the Anamkara Books team knocked themselves out. The medium and the message are the same. A picture is worth a thousand words. And on every single page, there are illustrations, either good quality photographs or uh, draw or, or created art for this book, all of which portrays the concept that that page is talking about. So it's, uh, I will say of, of all the books that I've produced, this is really, uh, this is really my, my favorite. It is a beautiful book. I absolutely love the fact that it's, it's one where you want to just sit and look at the pictures, but you also learn so much when reading the text. And uh, a special plug for it, uh, Kenneth, your, your <laughs> six-year-old nephew, Joe, was looking through it, just loving the pictures, and now he's saying, I want a green man. I want a green man. He wants a green man ring, a green man necklace, a green man stone to hold on to. He has definitely caught the fever, and I think anyone that takes a look will be drawn in as well. Um, finally, I understand that you do have some other projects coming up. What are you currently working on? I'm uh, teaching a couple of online Zoom classes on Celtic spirituality. I'm finishing my second novel titled Freya and the Fire Drake. That's book two of the Celtic Bestiary trilogy. The first novel is already published. That's titled Magic Reversed. And I'm gathering information for a book I hope to write next year, The Mysteries of the Celtic Cross. There's some research I really want to do in Wales for that book. So uh, I'm really hoping that Restrictions will be lifted and the world will be safer and I'll be able to get across the pond to do the research to get that book written in uh, 2021. I hope you can as well. Um, Kenneth, thank you so much for talking with me today. I want everyone who's listening to know that both of Kenneth McIntosh's books are available in print and on Kindle format from Amazon.com or through Kenneth's publisher, AnamkaraBooks.com. That's A-N-A-M-C-H-A-R-A-Books.com. Kenneth, thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you, Joyce. It's been delightful.